0: That's a dreadful ball and Chelsea could be in here with Goff, who goes for goal and scores. Finds the back of the net. all right What a goal!
1: Inspiration for Arsenal. From Thierry Henri.
0: Medler. Lovely cushion header. For
1: oh,
0: you're what a header! What a head. The Ghost Goal Podcast. Manchester City started off the weekend with a 3-1 victory over Everton. Gabriel Jesus and Raheem Sterling were able to fire home the goals and push City back to the top of the table for a little more than 24 hours. Tottenham got a late winner over Burnley thanks to a Christian Eriksen goal, which was his first of the Premier League season. Chelsea defeated Brighton. 2-1, 2-1, thanks in large parts to another man of the match performance from their Belgian gem, Eden Hazard. Southampton got their first win under new manager and upset high-flying Arsenal, ending their 22-game unbeaten run. Danny Ings had a brace, and Charlie Austin continues to score against the Gunners. They should probably just go by him at this point. And in the biggest match of the weekend, Liverpool were victorious over their rivals, Manchester United, thanks to... Jer- That's your job, Andy. Thanks to Sheridan Shakiri who scored a brace off the bench. Manchester United are now 19 points. Once again, 19 points behind their undefeated rivals and top-of-the-table rivals Liverpool Football Club. Welcome to the Ghost Goal Podcast. I'm Andrew Passaro, in here with Javier Reblo and Alex Moss. <laughs> Alex, I know She's you're doing good. Guns blazing today. Oh, I'm Andrew. coming out guns insulting blazing. Insulting
1: Arsenal, insulting United. Oh yeah, I could, you know, it's <laughs> you're the ones. You guys are the ones who buy ex-Southampton players. Don't, don't, don't put that on well, us. Well, I mean, you have like you have like seven of them in your team. Like, we do not have seven. You're the
0: one who's going to go buy Charlie Austin. We, we, we don't need he, Charlie Austin. We don't have seven. He could be a nice like th- like backup. Backup to to who? Davide Origi of, and Daniel Sturridge.
1: Of Origi, yeah, instead of Origi. Yeah, I, I'm good.
0: I, I think I'm okay. I mean, I'll take him on loan when we when we kick your ass in a couple of weeks. But that's fine. Um,
1: That'd be pretty funny. You guys are like, he's you, you buy you get him on loan for like half a season. He scores again, and uh, then we just yeah. send him back to Southampton
0: to score again on you guys. That's how that works. Yeah, but yeah, it was a great weekend. Liverpool finally beat United, which uh, this must be a weird feeling for you, Andrew. It, it was. It was. Uh, do you look, know what to do with your hands? I didn't know what to Hold do on. with <laughs> on. my hands. It, there was a lot. There was a lot going on. Um, we'll get to that. My later. roommate. We'll my roommate later. was like. I heard you like randomly scream out in the middle of the morning, did something happen with your team? And I was like, yeah, a lot of things happened. Everything happened. <laughs> all of the things happen. Let's uh let's all of the let's start with Saturday morning. Like I said, Manchester City getting a 3-1 victory over Everton. Gabriel Jesus snag, uh, snagging a brace. Uh Raheem Sterling also got on the score sheet and uh Lookman scoring for, for Everton in a game that Everton, you know, can it was Calvert Lewin. Oh, it was Calvert Lewin. That's right. Lookman also was out there for them. Um Everton again showing that fine, they may not be able to beat the teams in the top. In the top tier of the Premier League, but they can at least run with them. I did not watch this game, but I watched the extended highlights this afternoon and was generally impressed with what I saw from Everton. But we knew that there was no way that they were going to go to City and get get a result.
2: I mean, we had the uh, there was the we talked about in the preview that there were slight chances of like Fernandinho maybe being injured that was uh, rumored, but he ended up starting. They had their same control that they usually do. Everton got one back to make it testy for a few minutes, and then obviously City had the option of bringing on Raheem Sterling and just sort of closing the game out from there. So good for them. I didn't really get a chance to watch this one either.
1: Yeah, they, uh, this was also Kevin De Bruyne's return. Uh, he also came in off the bench. It's it's nice to bring in uh, you know Raheem Sterling and De Bruyne, and oh, he also must had Aguero nice. on the bench. <laughs> yeah, you know he, he didn't need to bring him in, but you know it must be nice to have just just three absurd players on the bench. I mean, what can you say about the City team other than? You know, it, it looks like it's gonna come down to to the next you know City Liverpool game to, to really. It doesn't look like either team is slowing down right now, and 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 like Andrew said, I, you know, I like what Everton is selling right now. They could be that sixth place team. Um, you know the way United are playing and the way that Everton look, it looks like they're gonna be consistently beating you know teams below them. And I've really been impressed with Lucas Digny. I think he's he's adapted really well to the Premier League th- this year and. Uh, you know uh Yeri Mina as well uh, I just think that that team they're getting better and better every week and they're going to they're they're young team so they could be they could be strong going forward in the future I'm
0: still kind of upset that Richarlison ended up there because I I really like watching that kid play and he had a couple chances in this game that he just whiffed on but that kid is going to be
1: a thorn He's in, still doing in, that in all the big 6 games. Yeah, he's and- going to be
2: Javier always says that. He's like, I think I think you're right Javier that he's a great he's a great little player but when it even at Watford, whenever he played against any team like in the Big Six, quote unquote, he usually had a bunch of chances and, and choked. So that's a big glaring hole that he's
1: got to work on. Yeah, no, I agree. But 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 the one thing that he has going for him is that he's now getting you know semi consistent game time with Brazil, which can only add to his confidence and his you know. His 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 focus in these big games because if you're going to be you know scoring for Brazil uh, consistently, I'm sure he'll start doing it in, in big games eventually. Hey,
0: maybe maybe he's the next uh, Brazilian star to uh, naturally break out of his club, go to Barcelona, underperform, and be sold for 160 million. Not naming maybe. names, maybe. Maybe.
2: Also, Gabriel Jesus <laughs> looks like he's made a return to uh, to decent form yeah. at least. We uh, we might
0: have a guest talking about Gabriel Jesus coming later this week on the pod. Maybe maybe just maybe. Not, not naming any names, but... Uh, I'm in. Yeah. yeah, it might be happening. Maybe you should keep an eye out for that. Let's jump over to Tottenham, who got a 1-0 result against Burnley. Uh, dying efforts in this one, too. Harry Kane assisting Christian Eriksen. This was a 10 o'clock game. And, um, yeah.
1: God, I watched this entire game. How was it? And I'm, I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm I was just like I was really proud of Burnley. I was like they're getting back to their roots. They 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 played really well. Like they shut down Tottenham. Tottenham had like maybe maybe like three I would say good chances, but Hart played well. The defense, you know, blocked a lot of shots that came in and they kept Harry Kane pretty quiet, but it's just when you saw Harry Kane get the ball down in the box at that in that position, you thought, "Oh, he's going to like turn and shoot." And then to just lay off that pass into Erickson, I was like, that's a goal, 100%. It was beautiful, you know, hold-up play from from the striker. And, and, like, only a world-class player can make that decision there to... I, I feel like most players are trying to look for a shot there, but he just put it perfectly in his path. And, like, it, it's crazy that Erickson can br- they can bring Erickson and Son off the bench and, and you know, impact the game in that way. It, it seems like they don't lose to these bad teams ever now. I mean, they're, just, they're beating them, even when they play bad. Did you get the feeling that Tottenham kind
2: of underestimated how uh Burnley basically cuz cuz they started with Oliver Skipp in their midfield who I mean it's not like he's Harry Winks it's not like he's been playing like a good amount of
1: games for the last couple I didn't couple think of he years. played that bad actually I mean Fot Mob has he, him as man of the match He was he was actually I, I was going to say he was actually quite good like I don't know what Pochettino does to these players but when they go out on the pitch like Mr. Soko included he it seems like he has them making the right the correct decisions more often than not and that's that's a sign of a really good coach and and i mean if, if if this guy was given a lot of money if like if if he went to a place like manchester united um you know i think it'd be pretty scary what the guy could do
0: uh javier does it upset you that a team like spurs is able to get all three points while also only starting a, a one natural center back when arsenal can't do it against southampton
1: no no, they're uh they're just they're definitely playing better than us right now and they're like, you know, this is Pochettino's 4th year on the job. Emery's uh only been in the job for 4 months. So, you know, give 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 uh give Unai Emery is, 4 b- is years. Is Ben Davies we'll better than Nacho Monreal
0: too? Do you want to do you want to comment on that one? Who? Is Ben Davies better than uh, Nacho Monreal as a center back? Uh Ooh, as a
1: center back? I don't think so. I have to give Nacho that one, of course.
0: Really? Can seeing,
1: seeing, <laughs> of course. seeing as
0: one of them had a clean sheet this weekend and the other one gave up two goals to Danny Ings. <laughs> To be fair,
2: Burnley offers zero goal threat at the minute, and you know Uh, things are getting playing
1: win back. Actually, he wasn't. playing Yeah,
2: Monreal wasn't playing center back last week. So, just just let me have this, Alex.
1: Alex, just let me have this. Come on, please. No, your your point is invalid. You're giggling to yourself, but it's the thing I want to say about
2: Burnley is that you know things are getting a little desperate for them when they're resorting to playing five at the back. That's something that even in like their darkest times in their first league up in the Premier League, where they weren't winning any games away from home, and they could barely buy a goal. They would always stick with their four at the back, maybe two in midfield and either two strikers or one midfielder sitting just behind the striker. But Deitch has decided that it's gotten so bad defensively that he's got to put an extra man back there and completely neuter them going forward. So I'm a little worried for Burnley. I was get, starting to get worried a couple weeks ago. Now I'm in, uh, I'm in bordering on panic it mode. I've for a
1: few weeks. They are going to be in the relegation fight at the end of the season. They just don't offer anything offensively and I'd be shocked if they get over, you know, 35 or 40 goals this year They had like 32 last year Okay then they're not getting more than like 25 this year But they just won a bunch of games 1-0 Right (laughs) They were the experts at that last year. And their their luck's running out offensively this year than they were last year. All right. Before we jump over to Sunday,
0: uh, Crystal Palace were able to get a 1 0 victory over Leicester, which Javier got correct. And Huddersfield lost 1 0 to Newcastle, which I got correct. Watford beat, beat Cardiff 3 2. Wolves beat Bournemouth 2 0. West Ham beat Fulham 2 0. And that brings us to Sunday, which saw Chelsea get a 2 1 result at Brighton. Pedro getting the opening goal assisted by Hazard. Hazard scoring in the 33rd minute himself. And then saw Polymar scoring in the 66th minute, which gave Brighton a little bit of a chance, but it wasn't really one. Alex, how did you feel about the Blues result on Sunday?
2: Overall, pretty good control for the first 60 or so minutes. Uh, it was really once the Brighton goal happened that it became nervy like at all. Some good and some not so good performances all over the field, but for the most part, uh, everyone played better than we saw like the last two away games where Chelsea obviously lost at Tottenham and at Wolves so it was good to get back to winning ways away from home and there's a couple games including this one that Chelsea should be winning coming up but they are kind of testy affairs like we'll we'll have Leicester at home next week and uh, then we'll go to Watford and these are games that Chelsea historically kind of like wolves away where we should be winning them but every now and then we lose our concentration and slip up so just to see like the majority of the game played within the style uh, and with the right kind of effort that Sari wants in in that framework it's just good to see. And obviously Eden Hazard getting back uh, on the score sheet is pretty important. He's been – I think he has something like five assists in his last two or three games. So when it comes to setting his teammates up, he's never really dropped off there. But He's, uh, he's actually
1: number two in all of Europe right now in terms of chances created and uh, threat. Yeah, so I, I, I did a good see that.
0: I did see that. Uh, Chelsea going with the, the false nine with Hazard as the quote-unquote striker
1: again. With William By the way, Bay Messi's number one if, if anyone wanted to know. Not shocked. Yeah. Oh, I kind of assumed. Yeah. Kind of. Can to go
0: out on a limb and assume that he's number one in most statistical categories across football in Europe? But uh,
1: except somehow he was made somehow angry. he was the fifth best player in the world. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Last year, but you know he, he had the most goals in all of Europe, most assists. He won two titles. But guys, you talk know what about we should that. save do? it save
0: it for our League. Well, I'm not League salt Guys, you about know that that we at at should all? do. We should create the ghost goal doll or or whatever. I don't know. We'll make it in Latin or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Before we leave this Chelsea result, I do want to say, if if it wasn't clear enough to you after the Man City win last week, let it be known and shouted from the heavens, N'Golo Kante does not need to play be played deeper. In the first like three minutes of this game, he won like three tackles in Brighton's third. He's going to be a stud when the rest of the team around him gets accustomed to how to press in the right ways and force opponents into making... Badly ch- judged passes that N'Golo can come and pick off because that's what he's the best in the
1: world at. Of yeah, course, coming, he would work I'm in a pressing system. On it, Alex, I'm coming around on it. Well, come yeah. around faster, Javier. Maybe sorry knows what he's doing. The bus he's is He's still leaving. a loser. He's still a loser until <laughs> he wins you know a trophy. Else? I'm I'm not going to stop calling him a loser. You know who else? At least Klopp has trophies. You know? you know
0: who else is a loser? Southampton, who had lost four out of their last five before they beat Arsenal three two on Sunday.
1: Yeah, they hadn't won Great a home game segue. since
0: April. Great segue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a, There are multiple knives in Javier's back, and I'm just like operating all of them. Yeah, I'm just twisting no, I mean them. I'm okay with them right now. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna dig some of them pretty deep right now too. Um, like I said, uh, a Danny Ings
0: brace, a Mkhitaryan brace, and a winner from uh, from one, the one and only Charlie Austin ends the 22 game unbeaten run. We'll go to Javier
1: first. Just express yourself. All right, so number 1, this is the first time that I felt Unai Emery got it wrong this year. Lacazette should have started. I don't understand why him and Aubameyang aren't starting every game. It's clear every time that he comes on the pitch and they're playing together, they play better as a team. It's like it's like he's holding back the team on purpose in the first half to like either like figure out the opposing team or like wear them down, but every single first half. You know, we're midway through December and we still haven't had a lead at halftime. We were down 2-1 again. And it's just, it, I don't get it. I don't get it, Unai. I, I I like the changes that he makes. I thought this is the first game that he messed up the changes to. He brought on uh, Ozil. He brought on Ainsley, Mike, and Niles uh, when he had Ramsey on the bench. Ramsey's been great for us off the bench this year. Ram- Ozil's been pretty much useless the entire year. He came on, did nothing. So I really didn't understand why Ramsey wasn't brought on. I didn't like Ainsley, Mike, and Niles bring, being brought on, and I thought that You know, he was pretty stubborn sticking to three at the back for this game, considering the injuries we had. I actually thought Koscielny, for not having played in nine months, had, like, not a terrible game. He just got Um, picked on. He just, yeah, he just got picked on. Clearly, they knew what they needed to do, and they just said, look, they've got one, quote-unquote, healthy center back, but you can't even count him as a healthy center back. He hasn't played 90 minutes in nine months, right? Like... He just played the last game like sixty minutes. That was the first minutes he'd gotten, so Against Karabag. <laughs> right, against Karabag at home. So that, that was that was that was definitely rough for us. And and Andrew did uh, did mention something about, you know, losing your two uh, two center backs of suspension. That's that's you know, I, I I was hoping it wouldn't come back to bite us, but it hundred percent did this game. So I'm not taking too much into this because at the same time, if you've told me At the beginning of the season, Arsenal would be three points out of top four, you know, having only lost three games and, you know, won their Europa League group. I'd be pretty happy, you know, because I wasn't really expecting us to be that great under Emery to start and we've been okay. So like up to this point. You can't just take this result and think, oh, well, you know, we, we didn't have our entire back line healthy. This was this this is what Arsenal is. No, it's like, you know, we still offered an offensive threat. wasn't that great. But, you know, we're not going to concede these goals to Southampton next time we play them. And at the same time, this was definitely Southampton's, like, best performance of the season. Um, this is they were probably Southampton's well. best
2: performance of the calendar year.
0: This is, like, <laughs> yeah, the first sure. time they were at home since, since April. April. Maybe,
1: maybe, maybe this—I yeah. don't know. I doubt they played this well under Mark Hughes, like, ever. I mean— Right. Definitely. Like, and definitely, they were not us really well. They were defending well, and you know we we the, the second Mkhitaryan goal was pretty lucky, like a deflection. Like, it, I mean, they did re- they they played well this game, and they deserved to win. And I think that like it's going to be hard for teams go to, going to Southampton now. You know, I think that they have a real good chance of of staying up if they can. You know play like that in an in even you know half of their games for the rest of the season then they'll definitely stay up so southampton fans will be saying why didn't we fire mark hughes earlier you know why did we keep him so long? <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll raise you one what i said in preseason why did they make him permanent manager in the preseason yeah, in the first to. place they should have just stayed up with him said thanks mark hughes uh, on your way, just like Everton did with uh, Sam Allardyce, right. given Heisen West Ham. In a
1: summer and uh, and a preseason and everything, and
2: yeah, and West Ham did the same thing and, with and uh, they David Moyes. They,
1: they might, they might have been in that in that second tier of like. You know Everton, Watford, United, those teams. You know who are who are all fighting for for that Europa spot. They could have been up there if they'd had a new manager, but they're I still going to be in, I, like in really I, in don't they, I
0: don't know if they have the pieces really to. Contr- I don't think Southampton have the pieces to be competing with Everton and Watford and potentially. West I think they Thames have and, the and, they have
1: the Leicester. tradition and the money to do it. I think that under Mark Hughes they probably weren't willing to be like hey Mark here take 80 or 100 million go buy the players you want right like i think they're probably telling Hauenhadel like look save us this season and we'll open the bank for you next year you know they'll they'll probably do something like what Watford did for for Marco Silva what Everton have done for Marco Silva what you know Pellegrini has gotten at West Ham which is you know Premier League money, and if if they can stay up, I'm sure they'll they're going to throw the bank at it to try and never mind again Premier
2: League money. How about Virgil Van Dyke money? Yeah. That's been right, Virgil Van in their Dijk bank account that, That's definitely there. Right. Yeah. They, they haven't spent that money. So Stuart Armstrong and
1: uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name, uh, Jan Valery, don't cost that much. No. Right. So I know that money's just sitting around somewhere. You know, and I'm sure I'm sure the 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 owners are saying, keep us up, and, and we'll give it to you.
2: I just want to give a shout out to Jan Valery, their, their right wing back. Even in that United game a couple of weeks ago, they threw away the 2-0 lead. He's pretty good uh, attacking-wise. I haven't been able to watch him too much defensively, but I, I'm defensively a fan was, of him. He
1: was pretty good against us, too. I was surprised. There was even a sequence at the end of the game where like he kind of was put under pressure like from one of our attackers. And he just shuttled the ball out of play, and I was like, damn, that's you know just another youngster that they have. That uh, or is, how How young is he?
0: Jan Valery. He's only nineteen years old and from France.
1: Yeah, I, th- I thought that. I thought they said nineteen, but he—he's super young. Looks like a great talent, and I mean, that's the tradition of Southampton of, of finding. I mean, let's be honest. They've—they've they've had really good young players these last, you know, ten years, and and. It's it's just continuing that tradition. I I do I don't ever want to see them leave the Premier League. I think they're a great team. Well, they're to not have in safe, the Premier League, so. no, They're not
0: necessarily safe right now. Like they are. Uh, no, they're, they're not. Of I'm the relegation just, they're going to be in a, in a relegation on slog this year. goal differential but
1: alone, they're tied on points. If right there's now one Brandway. team that I'm not super angry that we lost to, it's you know I'm okay with maybe them being that we restored them. If this was like Cardiff or Huddersfield, I'd be raging way harder. You know. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, well, that's one way of looking I'd at it. I'd still be pretty upset
1: to lose to <laughs> Southampton right now, but yeah, all right. definitely. <laughs> all right, let's get in um, just perspective. You got to have perspective on these things.
0: Oh, oh, perspective matters now,
1: Javier. Okay. Oh, that's that's was that's it perspective
2: that got you through that extra ten years of Wenger?
1: <laughs> always, it was always
2: the perspective.
0: Are you guys ready? Are we doing this? Is it, are we doing this now? i all ever be. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I have an announcement. Do I have me. time to
2: go pee while you uh go on this monologue? Yeah, you probably <laughs> do, but I think you're going to want
0: to be here for it. Um sure. guys, the top 6 is dead. Long live the big 5. Manchester United are vanquished. They're 11 points behind fourth place. They're 19 points behind behind first place. They haven't played Paul Pogba in three straight league matches. Jose Mourinho's lost the plot. Uh Jared and killed Manchester United. Nathaniel Klein played his first game in like months and made Manchester United's front line his little bitch. It's over. It's over. It's finite like Vince Carter Gif, it's done. It's over. The big the big six is, is dead Long live the big five. Long may it rain. United is killed. The the dragon is dead. I put out the voicemail number on Twitter waiting for some United fan to call in. I dared them. I dared them to call in and call in, telling me twenty times. I dared them. No one did it. Not one person. I, none of them. Look. Even the fans I think, know it's I over. Think,
1: hey, you gotta give you gotta give a little credit to United. No, for, I really don't because Allison made a for, made a mistake, and that's the how the game they scored close. the goal. <laughs> and there was there was like there was a there was like there was a feel around like the 65th minute where you thought like Liverpool started getting a little bit frustrated, and the United players like they started feeling a little bit further up, and United put to put together like a couple nice sequence of plays. No, they had some that, moments.
0: They definitely had moments. Even and in then, the first and half then, they had moments. Let's
1: be honest. Let's be honest. Like you guys got. Pretty lucky on those two goals. Like, yeah, you guys, you guys obviously you you deserve to win. I'm not saying we that in any way. It's like
0: six chances,
1: right? You had 33 shots. There are five. They were just they literally before the game. I I sent uh like a picture of of the lineup to like Alex and uh Connor, the United fan, the uh, Alex's cousin, and literally they, they were basically playing eight at the back. I was just like, th- that's the most defensive. <laughs> Lineup, I think I've ever seen in my life, and then I sent a picture of the bench, which was Paul Pogba, Juan Mata, Anthony Martial, like 250 million worth of talent, and attacking players, and it's like, what, like, what is this game, right? Like, I, I hated United when I saw that lineup, and like, they deserve all the hate they get. At the same time, United, like, their 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 uh, game plan almost worked, right? Like that parked no, the bus. It No, It didn't. It almost no. Worked. It didn't, Javier.
2: Not at all. I get it. I get it. Liverpool didn't take the lead until midway through the second half. But
1: not United midway in the seventy-third minute, and it was off of two deflections, like crazy deflections. Like I don't know about you, I felt like it was coming for a while. Like I, of I course was it was coming, but I am saying were gonna do it. right. And, and like Mane had a, you know, Mane and Salah, everyone Mane had, bunch, was, they, Mane a had. a bunch of great chances. game.
0: The Fabinho ball to Mane for the first goal might be, it it. it 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 did things to me emotionally. Um, <laughs> I, like like if that ball was a woman, There's a little chub there. If Andrew. that ball was a woman, that that that's the girl you marry, man. Like that that was, <laughs> was like you're never gonna find a better one. Like that was a Chabby Alonso-esque ball played. And Fabinho played a great game in midfield. He's here. He's here to kick your ass. Uh, Naby Keita had a good game but uh Firmino, Fine may not have gotten on the score sheet but was active all across the game. Honestly, the one of the front line who had the had the least effect on the game was
1: Salah. Um, and then the, Yeah, but they just they marked him out and, of the game. They were like they were like man marking him and like they had like multiple players who were just like thugging on him the whole game. So you you, you can understand why like you know Mourinho was just like, yeah, that Mohamed Salah guy you you beat the crap out of him okay and you just you don't let him do anything and like all right, if you do that to him like it opens the door for for Mane and Shakiri to to score goals so but
0: the the person it's, i it's, i really want to highlight is Nathaniel Klein because he came in he only played in 3 games last year lost his spot to both Trent and Joe Gomez who are both a little banged up right now and he came in and he didn't look like he missed a beat like you could not. If you had told me that Nathaniel Klein had been out for a long time, I wouldn't have believed you at all. He looked like he belonged. Also, I don't know if you heard the Mourinho
1: cut. I'm, after I'm the sure game. he was like dying to like, you know, get back into the Liverpool team, right? Yeah. He was probably well, like, "This is my Card- big chance right now." Like the guy was probably like, "This is my career." This was like, like think about it. If he didn't play well in this game, he probably, he has no future at Liverpool, right? Like you guys are gonna sell him. There, there was there was it, links for him legitimately going to Cardiff City.
0: Right. Also <laughs> so also like- did you guys see Sadio Mane push Romelu Lukaku offside on a on a goal that got called offside in like the opening ten minutes for United. Because I don't remember. There, that, there's a vi- I'll but... try to find it. There's a video of of Sadio Mane before the ball comes in, literally just shoves Romelu Lukaku offside. <laughs> and it, like let's let's put that on. Like let's let's look at the body size. One of those people is like five ten, like a buck sixty. And The other one's like not. And that one is Romelu Lukaku. But that was the best performance I've seen a Liverpool team have against United since they beat him in the Euro. Up a league, and uh,
1: yeah, but this is like the worst United team in like okay, God knows how long. Can and I, I bring up I some be like? Can I bring up some other Mourinho
2: uh, Mourinho fuck ups in this game? I would gladly. The, the one the one that really puzzled me was not bringing uh, Pogba on. Well, no. Halftime, he takes off Diogo the who's playing a right wing back, and they have who's playing Darmian. well. Yeah, playing pretty well, and at least they had someone there to defend against Robertson's repeated runs up and down that wing. As soon as they take him off, they put Marwan Fellaini in to try and, I guess, get more of a foothold in midfield. That, of course, doesn't work. And then instead of telling Jesse Lingard to start dropping in a little bit more and tracking Robertson's runs, he keeps Lingard up as basically a second striker. And Robertson just dominated down that wing for the entire second half. Like that—that's what Mourinho was getting. Or we we're just talking about when he was saying how uh, just watching Robertson makes him tired. Do you think Mourinho, you, think you are, are responsible for that to happen? Like that's like you—you you can't even put in a like for like he gets replacement. Like Valencia, or someone.
1: if he gets fired by Manchester United, do, do you guys think there's a possibility no. that he like? No. That's ridiculous. Why, why would
2: <laughs> they have
0: no, to? Line I don't know. Up the He's next not trying
2: guy. to get fired. They
0: have to line up the next guy for, for United to fire him. And also, I think it is worth mentioning that uh, that Chris Smalling was supposed to start at center back instead of Eric Bailly and got injured in the warm ups, and Baye had to start. I think
1: Chris Smalling signed a new five year yeah, deal. I think that's have fun with that one, United yeah, fans. Yeah, I think that's
0: worth addressing. I don't think that Chris Smalling would have had any better effect against Liverpool, but that is something that they may have conceded five goals.
2: My point with that was just that, like Mourinho basically handed the game to Liverpool with that decision, and just tactically he didn't give his team any sort of chance. Where it was one one at halftime.
0: Hand up, I'm okay with it. Just want to make sure people knew that. Yeah, I'm
2: sure you are. <laughs> I just, I just don't want anyone. I don't want anyone throwing around like the the typical Mourinho's lost the players thing, like the kind of thing that we can't really talk about and can't really prove. This we can prove. We can look at how United were set up in the first half and how Dalot was playing pretty well, like you guys said. And then going into the second half, the, the adjustments they make just make them even weaker. That's I just it. don't I've never seen a successful Mourinho team do something like that.
0: I don't understand how you leave your best player on the bench for the entire game, and especially a game when you got housed in midfield, a player who probably could do a better job against that midfield.
1: Just, I think we've also seen uh, David de Gea return to the mean this year. I don't know about where that. last year. No, last year they United outperformed like expected points by sixteen. And it was basically because David de Gea. Um, it, there's they did like a comparison of like the amount of shots and chances uh, that and expected goals against United this year and last year, and it's it's pretty much the same. It, so he's facing a similar amount of chances. Just last year he was saving way more, and he was just he was he was playing out of his mind. Right? He's I think he's just. He's still a really good goalkeeper, but I, I don't think he's like clear in a way the the best goalkeeper in the world anymore. No, I agree with so that. I just I I think he was just he was crazy last year, but he's and, been crazy and like basically last got, got United years. like fifteen points. But uh I think that he's cooled off a little bit and I mean and it's crazy that like for like a team that's being set up to play defensively and like start from the back like solidity defensively, and like that's what Mourinho's known for, that they've already conceded as many goals this year as they did in the whole of last year. So, and the, um, A big reason for that, I feel like, uh, which I don't know how you fix,
2: but y- you have to bring attention to the fact that Mourinho has not named an unchanged team so far this season. Every single game, he's been forced to make uh, changes and adjustments to his lineup, and they just don't have the continuity that you need defensively to...
1: to- Offensively so, he has absolutely no idea their goal differential what is, is, what, zero. Is, what the best like front 3 or 4 players are. I, can, I actually know he knows Lingard is in him. He doesn't know anybody else. Their goal differential is 0. Which <laughs> just yeah, that's let's, let's miserable. Just put that, let's just put that out. Yeah. It was negative 1 for the longest time, so that looks better than, you know.
0: Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I feel pretty good right now. Still, Oh, you don't say? Yeah, still kind of just randomly retweeting out videos of Sadio Mane's opening goal, the volley to the the, the chest of volley. Um, but yeah, things are great. Top of the league, undefeated. Most lost, still most goals in the Premier League or tied for it, but has the most because he hasn't taken the penalties. And uh, yeah, so I'm pretty happy.
1: There are more... Yeah, it's kind of some bullshit. They should give solid penalties. All the fantasy people are crying for it. I know Milner like, never misses. That's and, the problem. And if James Milner like, yeah. scores a goal
0: in a game for any right, team, like statistically, don't he doesn't lose. So right. why so would you like,
1: not give James the penalty? Why, why wouldn't you keep that that run exactly. going? What, what if like what if Liverpool were losing 3-0 and there was a penalty and Milner's like, I'm not taking it. No, 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 like, I'm not taking it. We're losing. I'm going to keep my streak alive. Like Mo, 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 you can have this one. <laughs> I'm almost rooting for that to happen now. That would that be, would be pretty funny if something like that happened. <laughs> you guys are
2: dicks.
0: Why would you, what has James Milner done to you guys? Come on. <laughs> all right, but yeah, uh, look out for more stuff coming soon. We'll have a preview pod, and like I said, there's uh, there's something else in the wor- uh, in the works coming out later in the week. Holiday period, want to just uh, get in front of this one because it's going to be a little weird for all of us with work schedules, and I'm, I'm going home for Christmas, but I'm not going to necessarily have recording equipment, so we're going to do our best to put out content, but just bear with us, and then as soon as things kind of cool down, we will uh, get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, follow us on Twitter at AngelPasaro, at ASMOS92, and at Ghost Gold Pod, And follow us on Instagram, same handles, and Javier JavierRev9. Um, oh, Javier, the people really want you on, on Twitter. I just want to let you know.
2: There was really? there was some That's clamoring cool. on... There's, they're still begging for it, Javier. Yeah, there was
0: some clamoring on the website, Twitter.com, begging for you to drop your hot Arsenal takes into there. Um, into their laps so um, I, I, I'm i I'm just a voice for the people and I do my best it, it, to give the people we'll what see. they want May,
1: maybe I'll give them a Christmas present we'll, wow. see. That, we'll see
0: that would be the best Christmas present after Liverpool being top of the table that I could get Javier you tease us Javier yeah, don't, don't it's not Jesus. Christmas
1: yet it's not Christmas yet wait are you gonna be yeah you're not gonna be top of the table by Christmas yet I mean yes. if we win on Friday we will be who are you playing Play at wolves. wolves at Wolves ooh yeah. let's go Wolves baby yeah. Um, you guys, Alex you guys have been good, but you haven't for faced Raul
2: Jimenez yet. Yeah. Not. Cause first
1: of all, we don't want like, it, it'd be embarrassing. Cause like both of us drop points at wolves. So like, you got to drop it too. Or else hey, like, you, you're drop, just be you drop points at you. home against wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Javier, your all spin right, zone is at let's least send the in the pot loser. here. So let's cut that on. out. That last part <laughs> out. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. Until next time. Bye.